BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie, and uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show, doing it a little bit different tonight. I normally don't have a guest in at this time, but I decided there's way too much economics talk for my brain to handle it, so... We need a better brain. <laughs> Joining me now is my friend Tiana Lowe. She's with, uh, of course, the Washington Examiner and the great First TV, where you can see my special on the Killing Fields tomorrow. Okay, Tiana, people right now, they, they don't understand why shelves are empty. I, th- my producer, Chris, his woman showed up at the grocery store today to get him fries, as women should do, and there were no fries. Why aren't there any fries in the grocery store? And it doesn't really vary at this point much to more durable goods. So, you know, things like refrigerators and, you know, microwaves to the freshest of produce, be it, you know, fresh organic lettuce. You know, the same wine moms who go to Whole Foods are having the same problems as the rest of us trying to pick up new appliances at Costco. Um, it's, there are, there, in part, you know, people want to blame uh, COVID. And that's true globally still at this point. 
there are problems. You know, we get semiconductors, obviously, the huge issue is from China. We still have supply chains that go through Vietnam, countries that are still having these rigid lockdowns. Finally, you know, it only took us two years to get over it. But now there's just the capital problem with inflation super high in in conjunction with with Biden's sort of regulatory threats. You have a lot of aspects of the supply chain either hesitant and unwilling or financially unable to meet the current demand. You know, everyone on the left likes to pretend this is just pent up uh, demand because we gave people $1,400 two years ago and everyone saved that money and now they want to spend it. Uh, the reality, obviously, as you and I know, is much different. Inflation is really high. If you are in charge of a good that involves a, of a lot of other like working parts, even if like take something really simple like produce, like lettuce, mm -hmm. let's say you're trying to get fresh spinach, you don't know how many drivers are going to be available. You don't know where you can deliver to. You don't know if your supply is actually going to be purchased. You don't know if the stores are going to purchase your, your, your spinach to sell. And that is not being helped by the fact that inflation, if you look at the trends for consumer inflation versus producer inflation, the producer inflation is the leading measure, and that's the inflation that is rising and getting higher. That cracks the, consumer, the, the producer price index hit the double digit. So we are looking at 70 style inflation once again. Okay. Now what you just said went over a lot of people's heads. I know because it went over my head. Why is there a difference <laughs> between producer inflation and consumer inflation? What are you talking about? So it's the idea of capital goods. So that is, okay, let's say just to use again, two really easy examples, something like food and something like a refrigerator. I'm not even going to use an iPhone because those are made in China. You still need to get working parts. You need to get copper or iron or electronics for food. You still need to get fertilizer. You need to have labor. All of those inputs to make things and everything that, you know, the parent companies for the stores that we go to, whoever the producers behind, whoever's supplying at a Ralph's or at a Kroger or at a Safeway, all of those prices are leading indicators of what we, the consumers, are going to pay in a few months from now. And the problem is that, that that issue was getting worse and worse and worse. For a while, we saw that a lot of inflation was coming from, you know, blue state governors and mayors paying people to stay home. And see so had a lot of able-bodied young people who weren't going to come back so long as they were getting, you know, 600 extra dollars in unemployment. But now that's not the issue. Now, the leading things that are making inflation so bad are oil, food, and rent, which, if you are like most of America, that is the overwhelming majority of what you spend your monthly budget on. Look, rich folks can always say, oh, we won't go out for dinner one extra time a week. They can always downgrade from, you know, Whole Foods to Trader Joe's or, you know, Costco to Aldi. But at a certain point, you cannot make your commute to work any shorter than it already is. And look, take the bus. I can take the bus in this swamp-infested town of D.C. Most of America takes the bus is not an option. And if you can't afford gas, you sure as hell can't afford a $50,000 electric vehicle. Tiana, it's not exactly news that Washington's out of touch. And you, you live there now, but you're not from there. As someone who's not from there and now lives there, 
why are they so out of touch? I mean, I, I you hear things like Jen Saki say earlier, have a margarita, go to a kickboxing class, which I realized <laughs> that was I realized that was good fodder online for 24 hours, but it really was a great example of how out of touch they are. Hey, Tiana, I'm looking at email stacks of people who've had their lives ruined for the last two years and now are getting evicted, and she's go have a margarita. How are they that out of touch? I mean, people forget that D.C. is not only physically, but also population-wise, a really small city. And the people who, you know, are going on the Hill to either, you know, get quotes from, from members of Congress or their staffers or, you know, work with lobbying organizations, they don't interact even here with how the other half lives, even though it's a very physically small city. You know, I lived in South, in South Central Los Angeles. I've lived in a lot of big cities in the U.S. And, and the social stratification here is very different. There is a lot of insularity. I also think it's just there is a pretty direct pipeline of, of the same people from, you know, the same, I would say, 20 schools. You know, you go straight from Warden to an investment bank to then go try and work for the FDIC or the Fed. And then you go straight from Harvard Kennedy to, you know, some congressman's office in the hopes of making it onto a campaign and then an administration. So there is an insularity to it. Um, but it's also, we don't really produce job growth here. You know, at least, so I'm from California. I'm from the LA area where it's very blue. And yeah, sure, there's like a good deal of like people who are very Hollywood, very out of touch, the Gwyneth Peltzer types, but still, it's impossible to forget that the number one state, uh, the number one state for exporting agriculture is California. We remember that. We've had to pay the price for, you know, federal, uh, what, what Democratic presidents have, have done with, you know, water restrictions and all that. California actually had to pay a price. D.C. doesn't have to pay a physical price for a lot of the environmental regulations that, you know, really devastated the West. Um, and then also there just, just the geographic insularity of it. People here, and, and look, I, 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 the one thing I like about Joe Biden is like he likes the Amtrak because I like the Amtrak, but the Amtrak is not useful in parts of the country where there are valleys and hills and mountains, and that is most of the country. So they are acting in this universe where we have Japanese style like infrastructure preparedness where we can just throw a check at it and overcome the realistic, I mean, look, this is a country based on manifest destiny. We require trucking. We require a vast shipping network. There is a reason why Europe is coming to us during everything that's going on, the Russian invasion of Ukraine, because our supply chains are the ones that have remained resilient. Um, I mean, I know it sounds shocking to us, you know, when we can't find basic food items that we're used to, but it is way worse in Europe right now in terms of gas. You know, we like I joked with my mother on the phone. She she just paid six thirty for gas out in California. Oh. It is worse in Europe right now because they have one hundred. Uh, large parts of Europe have you know close to one hundred percent dependence on Russian oil. So we can't even fathom what that kind of you know autarkies are not necessarily great. You know, states where where they produce 100% of goods because, because it is more economically efficient for us to purchase goods from other countries that we trust. That does not include China. That does not include Russia. America first, 
does matter when it comes to things like pharmaceuticals. It does matter when it comes to things like, you know, semiconductor chips. And finally, you know, five years too late, I think that the other half of the aisle is finally acknowledging that that's real and that's true. All right, Tiana, what are you having for dinner tonight? I re- okay, you're going to laugh at me, but I have reverse engineered my favorite chopped salami salad from this restaurant in oh, Beverly Hills oh. called Scala. And my boyfriend really likes it, which is really, as a woman, that's the only validation I need, Jesse. Oh. All I need to do is make sure I can feed my man. And if he's happy, then, you know, I've done my job. You know, so. what? I was going to rip on you for the salad thing. But if you're, if you're leaving your man with a full belly, what can I say? Tiana Lowe, go read all her stuff. Thank you for making us smarter. Appreciate you. Thanks, Jesse. I'll be honest. A salami salad doesn't sound like the end of the world as an appetizer before the actual meal. I said before the actual meal. I'm not a salad guy, Chris. I don't eat salad in general, but I do. Look, hey, I do love salami. (laughs) Quit, Chris. Grow up. It's enough. All right. The Army is lowering its standards for women. As you can imagine, I have some things to say about that. We're going to get to some emails, but before we get to that, I keep asking this question. Can you defend yourself? Right now, if you go out, walk down the sidewalk, bad man or men come up to you wanting to hurt you, take something from you, you, take you personally, can you stop them? If the answer to that question is, I'm not sure or no, go get a hero gun. It is a non-lethal gun, but it shoots pepper balls 100 miles per hour. They hurt when they hit, and they explode on contact, and the cloud they create is debilitating. You don't have to be a gun person. Now, I am a gun person, and I still have several hero guns, but you don't have to be. It's got a laser sight on it. Anyone can use it. Doesn't require a concealed carry permit. Get one for yourself, for your spouse, for that daughter you're sending off to college, for mom living alone, and they have a discount for my listeners. Go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE, and that gets you a special discount. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. We just had Tiana Lowe on. We still are going to get a... Uh, a better street view of what the average voter feels like with Selena Zito tonight. Super Ninja BK coming up the third hour. Tomorrow, though, is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. For you new listeners, ask me anything. Every Friday show, the entire show is what you email. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. They do not have to be political. It, they could be stupid. It could be history can be whatever by the way speaking of history i'm going to st louis this weekend for a great event with our st louis affiliate the patriot up there it's going to be a blast but because of that i can't record a history podcast that's the bad news i do have good news for you though you can have some history if you want it the tv station the first tv you know i have a tv show every single night 9 p.m eastern on the first tv they have agreed to start letting me do history there on television. If you like a little history, I have a history pod or a history show dropping tomorrow. 
you got to go become a First TV supporter to, to watch it. It's real easy. Just go to the firsttv.com slash support. You want some history? How about one on the killing fields? Oh, yeah. That's coming tomorrow. So there. Now, I'm going to get to the Army thing in a second. But rarely do I find anything I agree with Nancy Pelosi on. Right? I, I don't have a ton of agreement with her. Now, you know I admire her. I think we, sh- we could use 100 women like that, or forget women, 100 people like that in our party. You know, people with actually guts to do something instead of a bunch of losers like we have. But I don't agree with her on anything. Nancy Pelosi, though, man, did she nail this one. My husband, Paul, who was born and raised in San Francisco, I was born and raised in Baltimore. To this day, he likes to dine at 8, and I like to eat at 5.30. (laughs) Doing the vaccine. The level he, he likes to eat at 5:30. Why is this controversial? I eat at 5:30 all the time. Don't shake your head, Chris. Nobody does it. It's the wildest thing. The wife does the same thing too. Like her and I are on the same schedule. I'll get home from work. Maybe it's Saturday night. Hey, you want to go grab some wings or something? Some red lobster if we're doing well. Maybe I just got a bonus. Go get, go get something nice like some red lobster. What time should we go out? I don't know, I'm hungry now. Five, five thirty, and we go out. We walk into the Red Lobster. Place is empty. We have the place to ourselves. I've already knocked out dinner. But these psychopaths across America who eat at like seven, eight o'clock at night, brother, at eight o'clock at night, I'm an hour away from bed. I'm not going to eat. I think it's crazy. The, look, Grandma Vodka and I, we are for once on the same page now. To the story I brought up. The headline is this from The Hill. Army approves reduced physical fitness standards for women and older soldiers. Look, I'm not going to go into all the details of it now. I'm not going to read the article. I'm just going to once again say this for everybody. And I need to make sure everyone understands that I don't care if this offends you. You're welcome to email in jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Your love, your hate, your death threats, your ask Dr. Jesse questions. But I don't care. Women are different than men. And women, physically, they're weaker than men. They don't have the muscle mass. They don't have the shoulders. They don't have the lung capacity. That's not how God made women. Women are physically weaker than men. And so if you're going to have a military that caters to equality and having the same opportunities for women, then you're going to have a weaker military. Diversity is not our strength. It is our weakness. We don't need a diverse military at all. We need a strong military full of type A alpha killers. That's what we need. We don't need more women in this unit or that unit. Oh, do we have enough women here? And don't do this lame thing that I have to hear all the time of people on the right. Once again, you can't form an argument or you're worried about someone yelling. So people on the right will say this. And maybe you've said this. Well, I'm okay. I'm okay if they meet the same standard. Grow up. They can't meet the same standard. They're smaller. and weaker. You ever talk to someone in? You ever talk about what actually happens in the units? The women who aren't already pregnant are handing off their packs to the men because they're not big enough. They can't do it. And even if they do happen, let's say you get some CrossFit chick who happens to make it through, and a couple of them have, right, happen to make it through, even then her body will break down faster. 
Your body breaks down in frontline combat units. It breaks down. I'm huge and mine broke down to this day. I can't sneak into bed at night because my ankles and my knees pop. Why? Because the human body's not made to walk around with 90 to 100 pounds on it. Women definitely aren't made that way. And we don't have to continue this absurd, I don't know, American thing? I don't know. We're, we're all equal. Oh, shut up. No, we're not. We're not equal at all. Nobody's equal. Men aren't equal to women. Women aren't equal to men. I'm not equal to Chris. Chris isn't equal to me. You're not equal to the person on the sidewalk. We are all very much different. And we are allowed to acknowledge that we're different. We are not equal. We're not equals. In the eyes of God, yep. And that's where it stops. And so if we're going to continue with this obsession, equality, a diversity, well, it's not a mystery what that's going to result in. Weakness. You cannot have a military that is equal for women while maintaining its strength because women are weaker. And if that offends you in any way, I couldn't possibly care less. But you're welcome to let me know. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. All this began with Bill Clinton and all this integration into the units because the communist doesn't look at the military as some sacred thing that should remain strong so it can protect the country and take on our enemies. He looks at it as something under his control where he can get some votes out of it. They don't look at the military as anything special. They look at it as an opportunity. Uh, can we do gay outreach? Yeah, we've got the army. I mean, we already had the Air Force. Why do we need more of it? Quit, Chris. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Selena Zito is going to join me in a second. And the reason I bring on Selena, I, don't, I haven't had her on in a while, is she she stays at bed and breakfast. She won't fly. She doesn't take major highways. She's purely taking the back roads to talk to normal people all the time to figure out what people actually care about. It's oftentimes very different than what I care about or what you care about. Are people mad? What are they mad about? Let's find out. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years. And in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tag on, Chris. We're going to have to start mixing in some Amazing Grace on the show. That's just a beautiful song. That's a beautiful song. Now, maybe you people don't like it, Chris, but we do. <laughs> Joining me now is the great Selena Zito. She's, of course, a columnist with, well, basically everybody has hired Selena Zito at this point, understandably. She spends her time in middle America on the back roads finding out what swing voters actually care about. Not what you care about, not what I care about, what swing voters actually care about. Selena, right now, obviously people, I'm assuming, are upset. If that's true, what are they upset about? Um, Maybe the list would be shorter if I said what aren't they upset about. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's begin. Let's begin at the top. You, 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 you stay at bed and breakfast. You eat at Greasy Spoons. There's something that consistently comes up more than others. What is driving them mad? You know, I think if you wanted to really centralize what's bothering everyone is the absolute uncertainty on every level of everything that they do in their lives, whether it is education, whether it is, you know, uh, is there going to be a new you know, COVID outbreak and everything's going to collapse again? Um, then there's inflation, there's gas prices, there's supply chain, um, there's the uncertainty in the world. Uh, and, and most importantly, people look at, the, at Washington as being incredibly negligent on so many matters. Um, you know, people often say the word incompetent. But people look at it as purposeful, as a, as a purposeful negligence 
in caring for the for the well-being, the safety, and the security and the stability of the country. And if that is a, if, I think that's the best way to summarize it all. Okay, you say Washington. Is that really? Is that how they say it? Just all of it. Everyone's broken. Is it Republicans? Is it Trump? Is it Biden? Is it Nancy Pelosi? Is there a name that comes up? I know Biden's the guy at the top. Or do they just think everyone sucks? Well, I mean, look, the power, the party in power is going to feel the brunt of this. Um, that and and people have have believed that they have squandered an opportunity. Uh, once again, um, they, they ran on something, one thing, and they've governed another way. They, they believed because they were elected is that everybody loves Democrats more. No, they just are a little bit pissed off at Republicans. So Republicans are going to um, going to benefit from the mood of the country. But this is not a traditional left-right election cycle that we're in. It is an inside-outside election. And, and, and because it's an inside-outside election, um, it is pushing people center-right, people that normally wouldn't you know, consider a Republican um, for office. Uh, voters, and, and um, in particularly swing voters, are becoming more conservative because of how far the left has pushed them. Selena, there's all kinds of talk right now. It's all over the news because of this Jackson nomination of the woman thing and the, and the trans swimmer for Penn and things like that. And that obviously is always a, a, a big headline here and on my TV show on the first. But is that something that ever comes up in these places? Do they look at this stuff and care? Does that, is it all about inflation and gas prices? What do they have to say about that stuff? Actually, parents do care. In particular, suburban mothers and fathers who are carting their daughters to soccer games, softball games, baseball games, swim meets, lacrosse, right? And if they have a gifted athlete, you spend weeknights at practice, you spend weekends and tournaments. And they're looking ahead and saying, is this going to impact my daughter when she gets to high school, when she gets to college? And it is something, it is one of those issues that are actually pushing parents center-right. Okay, pushing parents center-right. The way education did in Virginia. Think of it that way. Okay, that that actually makes total sense. That's where I was going with this, because actually I wanted to bring up also the the Florida bill, and I don't know if that comes up in the back roads of Pennsylvania or West Virginia or Ohio. I I, I don't know, but I thought that was something that was going to be a local thing, and then the left's reaction to it, they made it nasty and visceral and national. And I thought, this is just, again, I'm not Selena Zito, I'm me. I thought to myself, wow, they're going to shoot themselves in the foot by looking like a bunch of pedophile groomers. <laughs> Interesting that you asked this question. I hope everyone goes to my website and reads the story. I interviewed Governor DeSantis about this yesterday. I happened to be in Orlando, Florida, when ah. this all went down. And, and the story isn't even political in that it's about how, first of all, my profession, um, either goaded by activists or Democrats, it's kind of hard to tell who started it. Uh, someone came up with a catchy phrase to call it, don't say gay. And then that's what everyone calls it in the news. And that's how everyone talks about it. And then it's taken um, by Hollywood and then Hollywood talks about it, and then it becomes an SNL skit. And now there's billboards all over the country that say, don't say gay. If they, <laughs> This shows how, to- how out of touch 
a lot of journalists and Democrats and activists are with people like regular people because uh, um, a, a very a lopsided majority of parents do not want their children to be to be have instructions about sex um, between the ages of four and eight years old. I mean, that's essentially what the bill says, but they decided to call it a the don't gay say gay bill because that's catchy and that will get people inflamed and will get Democrats excited and they'll vote for Republicans. And they've completely backfired. It is so similar to what happened in Virginia. And they're really out of touch with how parents feel about their children. Selena, there has been so much made about election integrity and the 2020 election. And I, look, I, it's something I talk about. It's not every show. It's not every minute of every show. But it is certainly something on my mind. How secure were they? How secure are they going to be in the future? And the reason I bring this up to you is you spent a lot of time in Pennsylvania. And while there are states like Georgia and Arizona who are taking steps to make sure things are more secure in the future, Pennsylvania, unless I'm mistaken, is not. And I get a lot of calls and emails from people in Pennsylvania who are borderline frantic about this. Is this something you hear about from normal people? Yeah, sure. But here's why. It's not about doubting or not doubting, although there are, you know, there are plenty of people who do uh, about the results. It is the corrupt way that the voting laws were changed by the Democrats, by executive orders, and backed up by our Supreme Court, which, by the way, is elected, our state Supreme Court, and it is a Democrat majority. And and that is that is where everyone is sort of, you know, upset about because this is where the the um, vulnerability, where the questions, where the you know every every five every five days is more things were allowed to be done when it came to um, uh, voting than than had been previously allowed. The reason nothing's been done is because we have a Democrat governor. And he has vetoed everything that has come forward from the state legislature um, to uh, for the election um, integrity law. And, it, and if it and if it didn't if it didn't get vetoed by him, it would be stopped by the Democrat led state Supreme Court. Now, one of the more interesting things happening in our state forever and a day, Democrats have outnumbered Republicans in this state um, by millions. It's down to less than a half a million. I never thought I would see that in my state, ever. Man, fingers crossed for the great state of Pennsylvania. We need it anyway. Selena, please tell people how to sign up for your wonderful newsletter. And I'm serious. It is fantastic. Please tell them. Thank you. Go to selenazito.com. That's S-A-L-E-N-A-Z-I-T-O.com. You can sign up for my emails. They're free, they're fun, and they're not fattening. Right, Jesse? Free, fun, and not fattening. Although I'm looking down right now, you may have lied about that. Selena, I love you. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> love you, better. Bye. There. How about that for some perspective? I'd like to get perspective on what I can't see. Right? I have to sit and talk to these two idiots all day long. What kind of perspective do you get if you're stuck with Chris and Michael? Honestly, I feel like the world's made of Cheetos at this point in time. <laughs> now, Annie's Kick Clubs. Let's talk about something good. Let's talk about the fact that because there's, there's such an effort out there to turn kids into unthinking drones, 
that there, there's a counterbalance to that where companies are out there making products to make kids learn how to think. My kids have all kinds of these things. Their favorite by a mile is Annie's Kit Clubs because once a month, it's like Christmas. They don't get one every day. You don't get one every week. Once a month, a box shows up on the front porch. Kids run over. They're all excited about it. They open it up, and there's a top-secret mission envelope in there, and then a bunch of little baggies, you know, various things. Got wires, batteries. This has some kind of double-sided tape. You can't figure out what's going on, and you have to read through the envelope, and you have to put together something. You have to use your mind and think. For them, they're having a blast. Me, I'm watching them sit sit at the kitchen counter, put it together. I think, oh, yes, my kids are getting smarter. Go to annieskitclubs.com slash radio, and you can get your first kit up to 100% off. You just pay the shipping. annieskitclubs.com slash radio. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. What if I have to sneeze? It is the Jesse Kelly Show, by the way. Chris, it just occurred to me. We're live in all these cities and whatnot. What do I do if I have to sneeze? I'm going to have to sneeze at some point on the on the air. I'm going to have to sneeze. What? You can cut me off. Turn the turn the mic back on. That's rude. That's did I say I was going to sneeze? Now, speaking of things I did say, do you remember back on the 23rd? That was like yesterday. I mean, I'm not a mathematician, but I'm pretty sure that was yesterday. You remember back on the 23rd when I came on here and I said this? The country itself is heading into a... I should note this is a little bit long. I probably should have said that ahead of time, but I don't really prepare or think ahead, which is why I've been in so much trouble in my life. But here's me from yesterday. Different time. A difficult time. When you look at inflation numbers, when you look at what's happening with the job market gas prices, when you look at what's happening to the price of food across the country, there is every indication we are heading into extremely difficult financial times. The Fed came out and said they're doing, uh, and I quote, they're anticipating aggressive rate hikes. So we're going to have high inflation and you're not going to be able to borrow any money. Not good. Price of food. If you can even find food through the roof, got to be rich or at least upper middle class to be able to afford what you were previously able to afford before. Here's what I have to tell you. No matter what your current financial situation is, no matter what you have, be careful. It is time now for you to be more careful with your physical well-being than you have ever been In your lifetime. Why? That iPhone in your pocket? There are people in this country who will kill you for it now. And that number is going to increase in the future. That uh, new car. I had look at this. I got a brand new Mercedes. I want to put it up on Instagram. Oh, I'll, I'll take a picture of it. Me in front of my house. Just me and my new Mercedes. Don't do that. Oh, I just got a sweet raise at work. Bosh just gave me a $20,000 signing bonus. Hang on. I got, let me put that on Twitter. Don't do that. In general, you should never brag about things you have or money you have anyway. Wealth should always be quiet. Now, more than ever, 
you need to be careful. We are heading into times in this country that are going to be uniquely desperate. Desperate people do desperate things. Remember we talked about that at the opening of last night's show? About how desperate times change people's values? You're about to see values across the country change before your eyes as people all of a sudden can't afford food, can't afford this, can't afford that. The time is now for you to change and me to change how we conduct ourselves daily. And I just saw a video yesterday, woman getting carjacked. Of course, New York again, woman getting carjacked. She's dead. She was all over her cell phone when there was a gang of looked like five or six guys with their hoodies up walking towards her. And she's just getting in her car, browsing Facebook or doing whatever as she hops in her car. And now she's no longer with us. Be careful. All right? Look, I'm as guilty as you. I'm as guilty as you. Put the phone away when you are out in public now more than ever. Put yeah, so these are scary times. What am I talking about? Well, take it from the president. Nothing more to report. With regard to food shortage, yes, we did re- re- talk about food shortages. And, uh, and it's going to be real. The, the price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. Okay. Do you have any idea how much of the world's food Russia produces on top of the world's gas and energy? Remember what I said. Time to be careful. We are probably, possibly, hopefully not heading into some desperate times. Apparently now we're also issuing threats to China, which it's interesting because China can give a virus to the world. Remember, China stopped domestic air travel. They allowed international air travel. Cost the world how many lives, how much in money. And nothing was made clear to them then, but boy, don't you dare invade Ukraine. I uh, made it clear to him. I made no threats, but I made it clear to him that make sure he understood the consequences of him helping Russia as had been reported, and as, as what it was expected. Why are these politicians such losers, by the way? I, na- I made no threats, but I made it clear to him what would, there'd be consequences. Yeah, Look, I didn't threaten my sons if they brought home an F on a test, but I made it clear uh, they'd be grounded for the rest of their natural lives. Uh, they, they weren't threats. or Gosh, these friggin' people. Look, I'll tell you something that has been weirding me out a lot. These politicians seem to be pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing as if there's never going to be any blowback at all. And like I talked about a little bit in the beginning, uh, in the first hour, maybe they're right. You know, maybe they're right. Maybe there isn't going to be a pushback. Because when I say there is going to be pushback, and then I think back to the last two years of the abuse they have leveled on the American people with no consequences. I mean, they didn't even really lose elections. You can mention Virginia, but that was more about school than anything else. I don't know. Maybe maybe we're way too nice and way too tolerant around here. Maybe we're way too nice to actually have freedom anymore. All right. We still have BK, former Air Force PJ BK. Don't forget to email your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for tomorrow. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. 
So BK's coming up about 30 minutes from now. He's going to talk to us about drones and special operations and really cool stuff. But I have a ton of emails I haven't gotten to yet. And I am, I'm going to start now. I'm digging into some emails, Chris. What? You can, you can trust me. This time I'm serious. I'm really going to do an email lineup. Oh, and again, don't forget to watch my show tomorrow on the first TV. I have a special on the Killing Fields. And I have one tonight, too, at 9 p.m. Eastern. Hang on. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.